Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Maths Hysteria, a podcast all about married at first sight with me, Omar Abid. And before we go any further, I've got a few housekeeping notes. The first thing is for long-time listeners, big news for us, we're going to two episodes a week. So this is our first Tuesday episode. And what we're going to do is hopefully have some interviews attached. And that brings us to the second point. The first interview that's going out today is with our friend Kelly Rickard, who Again, long-time listeners all know she's been on the podcast from the beginning. But after the last Australian series, we got to the final vows, as she put it, and she decided to write leave. <laughs> she was sick of me. <laughs> um, so, who's replacing it? Well, first of all, a professional wedding celebrant. I am indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Big deal on Instagram. Very. Oh, I don't know about that, but thank you very much. <laughs> Flattery will get well, you everywhere. Modest as ever. <laughs> Well, you've got about 20 times to follow us. That's the only reason you're here. So, um, featured recently in Hello Magazine. I was, and I was shocked. I came off the beach and I had notifications. You're in Hello Magazine, and I nearly dropped my beach bucket. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, well, let's introduce you properly, Sarah Clark. Hi, Omar. And actually, I'm a fan of Maths Hysteria because I was listening last season and didn't dream I'd be a co-host this season. It feels I know, yeah. beautifully, beautifully bizarre. Exactly, exactly. I know, it's weird, isn't it? Because we've got mutual friends and everything. Yeah, I know, we? we do. And when people hear who the second co-host is, they're going to know I'm third reeling hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've given it away now. Oft mentioned, but first time heard from. Yes. My wife. Love of your life. tweet. 
Yeah, you Done did some. Done the odd tweet. You did mm, some with my some... little emoji, so everybody knew it wasn't you. Yeah. In case they were rubbish. <laughs> and this needs to have visuals because it's Claire with the good hair. She's just Aww. got beautiful hair, and I'm sitting opposite her, and I'm I'm in hair heaven. Well, we should shout out to Alan then. <laughs> Is that your hairdresser? Alan Kingsman. <laughs> He's very good. He's very good. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. To talk about yeah. maths. Good. Yeah. No, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's always this. You. Both of you were a bit nervous though, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, this is unusual for me because obviously you and Kelly are from a comedy background and, know. you know, kind of used to the microphones, used to the videos and used to talking and people laughing when you talk. I mean, whereas non comics perhaps are not so used to that. So well, we'll the, see. The thing <laughs> is, I, I know, because I have worked pretty hard on this for the last two years, so don't fuck it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> so. There's no pressure, but. And I'm personally, I'm going to miss Kelly because I yeah. really loved her insights. She kept you <laughs> on the straight and narrow sometimes <laughs> when you'd say something mean and she's like, well. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting, I think, to see what this new dynamic's yeah. going to be because I imagine we're going to disagree. We've deliberately not really spoken about last mm. night's episode. I yeah. held my tongue. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But um, I know you said you're you're a maths fan. What's what's some of the big moments for you? Well, I was thinking back to the last season, and obviously the Aussie one is much more glamorous, much more beautiful. Everyone's on Bondi <laughs> Beach. Everyone's just stunning. And there's also, there's also like it feels that much further removed, doesn't it? Because it's in Australia, so you watch through the eyes of it being like you're watching Neighbours or something or Home and Away. I hated, and I was screaming at the TV. Do you remember Shannon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the way he spoke he to Caitlin, yeah. he was an absolute villain. And he, I honestly was stood up screaming at the TV because I couldn't, I wanted to intervene. I felt so strongly <laughs> about the things he yeah. was saying to her. And he, and, but she stood up for herself. She was incredible. And then I was screaming at the TV like, yes, girl. Yeah. Uh, he was saying to her like, oh, if, if I'd been more attracted to you, maybe I would have given, do you remember the, some yeah, of the stuff yeah. he was saying? Yeah. It was yeah. horrific. And then obviously he'd also got his ex-girlfriend pregnant during so there was a lot of drama yeah, going on so yeah. he springs to mind mm. as well as dan and sandy, sandy where he was dan like, was another villain <laughs> he was like ken he was like ken from barbie beach my job is <laughs> my job is beach <laughs> i was like get a personality oh my word get a personality and how dare sandy not like the ocean how, she was how amazing. could they possibly get along i loved her she was such a quality human yeah, being she and she made him look like cardboard yeah mm. she did a really good job with him as well i think in terms of like standing her ground putting her boundaries in saying what he was like and making sure she was heard Agreed. on that. I think Agreed. she did a really good job. We actually find, because we didn't watch the last two episodes of that series because yeah. we went on our honeymoon. How rude. <laughs> no, yeah. How priorities wrong. And as a listener of maths, I was like, well, excuse me. <laughs> Where are my last two episodes on my walk? <laughs> so we ended up watching them just fairly recently. Yeah. And it was... Uh, it was interesting. It was. It's odd when you're into it for three months and then have a few months off and come back to it you're like god it's it's hard to have the level of emotion you get so invested totally and even when i said there about caitlin and shannon i had to google their names on the way here because i was like i wanted to talk about him but i could not for the life of me remember his name and you're so invested for like three two or three months and then these people mean nothing to you and you could almost see a picture and try and remind yourself (laughs) oh was that person a goodie or a villain yeah because you know you recognize them but you can't quite remember what emotions they brought up in you you. must remember them for a reason yeah but you can't get a hold of the reason but you and kelly did that one episode that was quite good fun actually right who do you remember from series whatever and she was struggling with it, I remember. to come up with yeah. the names it's like yeah they're so far removed by that point but i quite liked watching it after a break because it meant that you were kind of a bit fresh 
but everything that they'd been through had come back. But you weren't sort of oversaturated with maths. Because I think is by there, that point... Can you get oversaturated Well, with we're going to find out. Because <laughs> two this weeks time, episodes. <laughs> yeah. This time it's viewing podcasts, two weeks Bloody episodes. Hell. So we'll find out if you mm. can get too saturated. It should be much easier to remember people's names, though, because E4 have very <laughs> kindly sent us a jigsaw for yes. us to predict our matches. And we're going to try and have more visual stuff with the podcast this year as well, so people will be able to see that yeah. behind Claire. I've put the four matches that we know from last night's episode at the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, two of them are, are coming up tonight, Tuesday night's episodes, but yeah. we can have a chat about them. So if you're listening to this and you don't have visuals, we've got everyone's pictures up on a board and we're looking at who we already know. <laughs> yes. So we know four of the couples. Did you, who, I do made you remember a correct, who you matched I with made who? a correct prediction, which was I'm so Luke. happy it was the first thing said. I got one right. opened the door. It was pouring with rain. I had my anorak over my head and I was like, I got one right. Um, Luke and Jay. That was a good call. Who yeah. I, and I didn't know what a solid bloke he was when I made that prediction. Yeah. And having, I mean, spoiler alert, having watched last night's, really, really like those two. Mm. Yeah. I just... Yeah, they're off to a good So what start, I was going to say coming into this was, we all know, we've all been maths fans for ages, and hopefully people listening have been as well. Maths UK has taken a huge turn in terms of going from genuine legal marriages to it being more symbolic. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. they don't get legally married now. Um, they're being real people from the street. They feel like really normal people, how it used to be, and they weren't the dinner parties, and they weren't the interlopers coming in, and it was much more plain. And now it feels, it has the risk of feeling pantomime mm-hmm. And when I saw all the publicity for this season, I thought, oh gosh, these people look like such caricatures. Mm. And actually last night I was pleasantly surprised because they were real flawed human beings who are yeah. much more lovable. When you heard them speak to Cameron and saw, you know, Laura losing her dad or, or Luke having his relationship broke up, I was like, I actually feel much more warmly towards these people than I thought I might. I think, yeah, I think that I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard because you can't make any any rush judgments, really. Which, but you a- do. Everybody absolutely does. We're about to. I mean, we're going to talk we're about gonna. Laura oh. <laughs> soon enough. And you know, of course, we're talking about the Australian series. I always try and bear Melinda in mind because everyone hated her. Oh my gosh! On the first, the first at the episode. wedding, she came. Yeah, uh, yeah and she... she was reminding me of Melinda, Laura, yeah. in, and even yeah. my husband is a maths fan. Shout out to Johnny. <laughs> Love to so get him on. He, is, he very sweetly watches it all with me, which is good because otherwise it's like 48 hours of your life that you have to spend apart, yeah. isn't it? Because it's such a commitment. Um, and he was reminded of Melinda. With yeah. Laura's sort of turning her nose up at him without knowing anything about him and being quite snobby. Yeah. But also we were reminded of Morag, weren't we? Because um, Laura basically did a Morag when Morag said, I didn't get what I ordered. Yes. Um, Laura said something very, um, the brief was not met. or what Just was from it? the voice, the, just from his co- not having yeah. a Chelsea voice. But her words were something like, very, um, specific. very specific criteria were not met. <laughs> yeah. So that is basically, I didn't get what I ordered. So there's a missed... Morag similarity there. The Doesn't minute, it want to? Don't you want to bang your head against the wall <laughs> when you're like you signed up for this show because presumably you trust the experts to do a better job yeah. than you've done? You're freshly divorced mm. and you think that you want to go for the same type. Yeah. Are you mad? I know. Well, but there's a defence that kicks in then, isn't there? Yeah. That's the thing. Is like how vulnerable must you feel as an individual person standing in front of somebody you've never met? And all of their friends and family, all of your friends and family, and like the country, yeah, seeing you in that moment, the defences are going to kick in, aren't they? They can't not. And I guess there's not much. And that is no. 
Yeah, because... and there's not much to go on. You'll just see face and, vo- and yeah. hear voice. So I guess when yeah. she hears the voice, and bless him, I, I loved his backstory. You know, uh, yeah. I don't speak fluent Polish, so for him to speak, like, for <laughs> him yeah. to be bilingual, I yeah. think that's really attractive and, and noble, whatever, that he's, you know, pulled himself up. And he's, and also, I thought she'd like tennis coach, because that sounds quite I, posh yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, it and does, doesn't it? Professional that, tennis coach. Yeah, I was like, it sounds... Sounds like the sort of guy in like whites that she'd like. like yeah. Well, it's it's interesting when you said about the the maths taking a turn because you mentioned last night, Claire, that the diversity, a big thing in diversity this year, they seem to be making a point of the class class yeah. divide. Mm. They're really hammering home that this person is rich. And consummate, consummate the marriage over here <laughs> in the stag do. Bless him. Yeah. And they were all like pissing themselves. <laughs> yeah, because Paul did an Instagram post that I put on our stories just saying this cast of maths is the most diverse that we've had. And yeah, so I was wondering, right, okay, so what are the diversities that we've got going on? Mm. And I think there is, a, you know, perhaps that class, if we want to call it that, element coming through and obviously we've got kind of Jay who's got a lovely broad northern accent which mm-hmm. I'm on board with Gorgeous. but then we've got Laura who's they're coming they're putting across as very made in Chelsea but she can I be a bitch because I don't even think she's that posh she I, doesn't seem that posh I feel like own. she likes to well, hang what, out in Chelsea well, what makes you think she's not I, that posh I don't know I got a sense of like wanting to fit in in Chelsea but that's maybe mm. not where she I mean I don't know or care but it's, I don't know I just got the sense that she was aspiring to meet mm. a really rich guy and so she was choosing I'm being such a cow choosing to hang out in those sort of places yeah, to yeah. meet those sort of guys but okay. I didn't get the sense that she was like had a family home in St Bart's and, and went skiing mm. every Christmas I, you know not that that's a nice thing to have but I, I don't know I got the sense that she was I mean, it's pretty fucking nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember uh, talking Made in Chelsea in St Bart's Spencer from Made in Chelsea once just asking a girl out. It was like the second time you date, on a second date or something. It was like, actually, it was, uh, my family were thinking of having uh, some people over for, for Christmas if you'd like to, like to come. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe. Where? where <laughs> it's like, oh, just our hotel that we own in St. Bart's. She's like, oh, God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just I got the sense with her that it was wanting mm. to land the right sort of guy to okay. to maybe concrete that lifestyle yeah so maybe her and arthur are quite similar in that way because possibly. he hasn't grown up possibly. with that kind of chelsea mayfair I might be, and i also might be wrong and... i got you know when they did the b-roll and it was like them eating oysters and mm. it just seemed seemed a bit forced it didn't seem yeah. like i'm not yeah. sure but that's that's awkward isn't it like like you said last night when they showed jay at her work and she just he said talking about sales yeah, so sales, sales. <laughs> best way to start a sales meeting that was really you fun. know the jobs that you guys have all done for years selling shit let's talk about it oh my gosh i'm yeah. glad you noticed that. that was really funny well let's let's go back to the beginning now um stag and hens because mm. then we got a little a little glimpse of everyone again it's hard to it's hard to tell even the people where we got to see their weddings it's just the first time we've seen them but did anyone stand out to you that you think is going to be a big hero, big big villain? Hmm. I got um. Well, Rishona, she came across as quite woo woo because she was oh, saying like she I loves feel him like I already love him. And yeah. bless her, like I I can be woo woo myself. So I was like, she's really all in, <laughs> yeah. which is commendable. But yeah. also the other girls were eye rolling to like mm. into their skulls, <laughs> weren't they? Well, she maybe should have been with Arthur then. 
because he's because he you. well he read on the, the internet altar. he read on so the internet that you say i love you there was no feeling behind it it was yeah. just like the, i'll say it the, and also i saw your tweet like i didn't expect him sorry i'm jumping ahead no. to actually say i love you because he wasn't getting yeah. that vibe off and he, he did said, not and he looked around didn't he, he looked yeah. around as if he was thinking about it it's like he was pranking he still did it i know i thought i thought he was gonna wink at the camera and be like i did it because it <laughs> felt anyway yeah back to the stag and hen yeah. um well there's a lot of bravado in the room isn't there yes from both sides and there's a lot of nervous energy like i'm looking behind you at the board and tasha mm-hmm. bottom right mm-hmm. she was the one i think as everybody was coming in she was whooping and introducing yeah. and, and i could tell she was nervous but okay. she was leaning into the sort of peacocking like yeah, being the it, yeah, yeah being the hype girl which yeah. you know you need a hype girl yeah yeah I really fell in love a bit with Ella when she came oh. in and she got emotional straight away yeah mm-hmm. the family I, talk and yeah yeah and yeah. I thought when she got emotional about family we were going to hear a horrible sob story about being like discluded or something like mm. alienated from her family yeah. and actually it was really sweet when they cut to the family it was all hugs yeah yeah accepting nice. of, of yeah. her and who she is and yeah it's, yeah. it's interesting though. do you think though that it's sort of a bit a bit odd to be like i am going to tell you but i'm not going to tell you yet so let's just move yeah but, but then you know or is it better that she wants to t- talk with her husband first i get that i think that is a kind of respectable stance to take but it is understandably gonna leave the other girls wondering about okay so what is it because it can't it it's gonna they, yeah. they can't help but think that way you know that like classic facebook thing of like having a bad day nobody asked me babes and then it's like yeah. what's wrong babes <laughs> okay? i can't say babes i didn't get that vibe i no. got i got more she was yeah. overcome with a little bit of emotion tried to cap, tried to rein it in said i've got something i want to tell you guys but i can't yet and i didn't feel like it was done for the like trying to for the drama of it. no i didn't no. quite feel that i felt and i what well, i got the same vibe as you maybe i'm naive i thought it seemed quite respectful to the future spouse mm-hmm. of being like obviously i can't tell you guys before i tell them yeah so i got i was getting really good vibes from her yeah and and i guess it was confirmed i think did you both make the prediction she'd be matched with nathaniel yes. he was saying he was very open to i was relieved yes. i was relieved when he was basically outing himself as bi Mm-hmm. Because it feels like a much more natural match than I've seen some publicity around saying who's Ella going to be paired yeah. with and is that person going to be put on the spot of how open are they to, you know, yeah. everyone yeah. listening will know by now that Ella is trans. Yeah. Um, so it seems like a lovely match if he's, yeah. well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because we follow him on Instagram now. And mm-hmm. so, some, you know, like to look at people's stories and all that. And he put something on about um, being pansexual and right. just kind of. Oh, okay. Being so not even by right to, pan. Okay. You know, loving who you love, that kind of thing. Cool. So they seem like you know, at this point, like they could be a good match, but we don't know much about them personality-wise yet, do we? So that's going to be interesting to find yeah. out, you know, more about who they are. And we've come a long way. I don't know if you guys remember a reality show called There's Something About Miriam. Yes, we were talking about this, weren't we? Bloody hell. And wow. that was just such a toxic, problematic time in the noughties. Yeah. And I I had an element of fear that there was gonna that Ella was going to be made to be other and it doesn't feel like it's going to be like that. So no. I think I just took a deep breath and was like, oh, okay. No, Exhale on that one. Nathaniel's pansexual. We'll see yeah. how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what we should do is we'll come back to them because they were in the come in yeah. the next yeah. episode things we'll talk about them a little more later and what we're expecting from from their matches yeah but let's bore down into some of the weddings that we did see 
So, uh, we just decided while you were listening to some music. Well, Sarah said, let's start with Arthur and Laura so we can start on a negative and end on a positive. I'm hoping that, yeah, it feels nicer to get them out of the way. Yeah, like you said, like you said before, Melissa vibes at the, at the altar. Mel- there we go, Melinda. <laughs> Melinda vibes at the altar. Yeah. I mean, the producers are obviously editing her to be a diva and unlikable because mm. the things we've been shown aren't that likable. Yeah, but you can, this is the classic thing. You can't edit someone to say, people say I'm high maintenance, but they're just not very good at maintaining me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I guess there's no, a defensiveness there, there. Yeah, and how much of that is a little bit tongue-in-cheek for her as well? Mm. Mm-hmm. Because they, they're going to have to amp up certain parts of their personalities, yeah. aren't they? And I don't know. I think we might grow to like her like we did Melinda. Because so. Melissa. Melissa. <laughs> Melinda. Who is it again? Melinda. I think we might grow to like her because she has got that kind of backstory that she was open with and a bit vulnerable about. She well, shared two vulnerable things, didn't yeah. she? Because her marriage broke down and in she... lockdown, which and did must you, have been and tough. And did you notice when they were grilling each other of like question, question, answer, <laughs> answer, when it was turned on her, she got quite embarrassed because she'd been asking him a few yeah. questions and he said, oh, how long did your marriage last? And when she yeah. said 10 months, you could see that she really didn't want to mm-hmm. reveal anything negative about herself. Yeah. I did feel for her in that moment. What, um, I was going to ask this, what what do you think happened? Why, why, what changed after four years of being together? What kind of pressure did being married put on them? Well, it was the pandemic, wasn't it? That's kind of what she said. It was the lockdowns. Just what, spending because all they, the time together? Yeah, well, they had this lifestyle of going out. They were going to restaurants. They were going to bars. Without, the, wherever. Fr- without the frills. Yeah. yeah. Just the two of them and in it, the house. Nowhere to go. You can't see anyone. You, you know, I mean, you've literally just got each other. Oh, well, that's cute. Oh, we did quite well, didn't we? You love yeah. your wife. That's oh, right. I just meant staying and watching telly. <laughs> you meant no external pressures. Uh, I can just watch telly. It's like free permission to just watch telly. I wonder. There's probably there's probably lots of couples that that yeah. happened to. Who I think yeah, must you, have been difficult. You suddenly you can't escape the issues mm-hmm. that you've maybe been dancing around, or or you haven't really like you've subconsciously noticed but not consciously noticed. Like oh, yeah. we're not actually that good. If you like, you say if you take away the restaurants. And the holidays. Yeah. What was there actually like? What's yeah. the raw stuff that's left? Yeah. Take away your family. Take away your friends. Like, jobs. You know, mm. jobs. Yeah, working from home. So, yeah. so in in some ways, you can see how quickly it would disintegrate. Mm-hmm. I, I took like credit to her. She's taking it seriously because she did say this. I mean, I don't. Know, she'll stick to it. This is my last time getting married. That's a bit of a. It's a mad gamble it's to a do with your life. Yeah. Last it's a massive it thing to say, and then turn your nose up at the guy you're put with because <laughs> you're saying I don't believe her that this is the last no. time she'll get married because you know she's got her whole life ahead of her and if she doesn't like Arthur is, yeah. she, is she really going to be a nun after this <laughs> but even if she does like Arthur they may want to actually get married yeah so you know true she may get married again true. to Arthur true right, somebody yeah. else who knows but, yeah. you know. I think when I was um, being lazy with stereotypes I thought maybe she'd be put with Thomas who's the posh one who said yes. I wasn't let into the club because of my voice. <laughs> yeah. So well, there's um, George, 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 George. Yeah. He's um, what do we know about him? We know I he's s- a bit chel- not Chelsea. I don't know much about him at no. all. I don't think they showed him much. Mind you, there's a few we haven't really yes, seen. There are. But Thomas, all we know is he's got a posh voice. But I don't think she would have fancied him anyway. I think he's slightly yeah. less masculine than she would yeah. go for. I think he's too young for her as well bit younger mm. true he's 27 we yeah. only know these details because i'm looking at the jigsaw <laughs> buying claire they, like i haven't learned their ages by rote no. <laughs> i'm sure we will eventually to be honest yeah. i'm not sure who she would have given her full 
approval too. Is she mm-hmm. the sort of person who has her walls up anyway? And, yeah, if, yeah. and if there'd been some gorgeous guy at the altar with a with a deep Chelsea voice, would she still have found fault? Yeah, exactly. This is why, as much as I enjoyed tweeting shit about her, it's, I'm, I'm very You aware. troll. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a horrible troll. Well, I'm, I'm Hashtag very... be kind. <laughs> oh, God, that's that, that, didn't, that didn't continue long, did it? That lasted about a day. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm very aware that she's she, there's obviously much more to her than just mm. than what we've been shown. It's one, ep- it's one episode, yeah. so... And yeah. actually, by the end of their wedding, they had a bit of a conversation, didn't they? Yeah. It seemed yeah. to kind of find a connection a bit. And then when they got in the car... They lent them for a kiss. I couldn't... I was, like, so, shooketh. Yeah. But the we had the best man to thank for her softening. His speech. <laughs> His speech was yeah. lovely. And yeah. I don't know if it was edited down, but it was really short, really yeah. sweet. And it just gave a little bit of backstory and... Yeah, I mean... Well, to be fair, he owed Arthur one for not stopping him from saying, I love you, why didn't he just... Why did he go, I'll just see how it goes? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? But they both sniggered on the sofa as if it was the stupidest thing in the world and then said, go with it. And I'm like, that is not good advice. No, that is a mixed message, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, his young brother who's just like absolutely pissing himself. His young brother with the fringe. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, I I don't know why they didn't stop him because that Mm. felt like a bit of a nail in the coffin already like day one yeah what would it really put you off about him getting his vows from the internet no i don't think it would because i i can understand that anxiety around the public speaking and i mean i was not going to do a speech at our wedding absolutely no way Mm. so a couple of drinks so we couldn't stop you (laughs) (laughs) there's no video evidence of that um but to have to stand there know that you're being filmed know that it's going to go out on telly i can understand the internet as a starting point Mm -hmm. you maybe should have gone from there personalized it a bit more maybe but you know you you start there to scaffold imagine if you kind of the... just went i'll just print that out it's fine <laughs> imagine if you read the like www.weddingbell <laughs> i wouldn't have taken it personally because we hadn't met but if yeah. my husband who knew me for two years at our wedding had printed his vows <laughs> up from the internet and read them without changing the thing i'd be like well you know me and you love me is there nothing you can add yes but because but i think if i was laura and especially if i knew it's his second language yeah. and he's nervous and he hasn't even met me, I'd be fine with it because what can you add? You don't know the person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, conversely, she was giving him a drinks order. Hers was... Sh- hers was sh- <laughs> oh, yeah, the oat milk latte. Oat milk latte. Don't talk to me before. Yeah. I think, again, maybe it was her delivery. I her do delivery think it could have been funny. Later it could have been funny, but Later it was very aggressive. It wasn't... Yeah. When she was saying, like, yeah, my vows were funny, but there was details. They weren't funny. Your delivery was just, they were a series of threats. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were a series of threats. Um, but again, she put, I, I don't recall them, so you, this is probably redundant, really. But she put the rest of her vows on her Instagram stories and said there was a lot cut out. Oh, really? So that was quite interesting. Oh, behind the scenes. I mean, I, I didn't really take them in, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was there. I guess if she spent hours like honing hers, she might be annoyed, but mm. nobody asked her to. Well, maybe the producers asked her to, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and Arthur's just saved himself a day's work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't written those two off. Mm. And no. I think when he leaned over, I mean, call me a sap, but when he leaned over and kissed her in the car, I was like, I'd find that attractive because it's taking yeah. control and it's showing affection. Um, as long as you're not a Spanish football coach being kissed without <laughs> being kissed without your permission um, I think 
it seemed like there was hope there. It yeah. seemed like she she lent into it. Yeah. And she softened during the best man speech. Yeah, mm. I think it's going to be, I suspect it's going to be very up and down. Yes. Right. I'll tell you what as well, his family seemed sweet, like his mum. Mm-hmm. So I think he's from good, like, good stock. Is that a weird thing to say? He's from, <laughs> he's from a supportive yeah. family. And we didn't meet, I know she lost her dad, but we didn't meet other family members of Laura's, did just we actually? Dog. Just her friends. Oh, we met a friend Bear. who... Uh, we met Bear. Uh, yeah, a mate who couldn't wait to get up from the table and run and tell her <laughs> about the internet. The internet. That reminded me of yeah. when Bronte's um, friend, a oh. friend, I'm, I'm doing in quotes, ran and said, like, he's been shagging some yeah. young girl. Yeah. Um, You've got a 21-year-old on the outside. On the outside. <laughs> I think it, they just get their bit of TV time, don't they? Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't written off Arthur and Laura. No. I think she'll like if he takes control and, and, mm. and, and reveals more of himself and like changes his entire voice and personality. <laughs> <laughs> I think as we get to know her, we'll like her a bit more as well. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Luke and Jay. What do we think? match good match i think we're on board yeah but i wonder are they more friends i wonder as time goes on we might get a friend vibe mm-hmm. i think so i am a sap and i love them <laughs> but do you know who i was reminded of in my dark moments i was reminded of oh, i'm gonna get the names wrong um cam and lindell so oh, hear me out hear me okay. out jay and luke were the first wedding we saw episode one if you go back mm-hmm. to Maths Australia, and I don't know why I remember this, Cam and Linda were the first wedding we saw episode one. Yes. She had a disease, an illness that she yes, talked about yeah. and was almost like hesitant to reveal. Jay has an, a disability that she was hesitant to reveal. Mm-hmm. I saw some similarities there. And I loved Cam and Linda at first. I thought they were amazing yeah. together and I had all the hopes in the world. And they ended up being the biggest shit show. And he was, yeah, was awful to her. Burn, it was a total it? crash and yeah. burn. What I hope is Luke and Jay won't follow that trajectory. I really, yeah. really liked them. And I thought, I have to come back to his face when she sang. His his eyes were sparkling. <laughs> when she oh, was, you were on board with oh, the singing. Well, you were the opposite with the singing. I'm you just, were cringe. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't... I wouldn't she, bless her. I mean, she's. I think she was great. But I, yeah, his face was in awe of her. And he... I don't... I feel like there's answers he could have given. You know, when the sister was like, but do you fancy her? Do you fancy her? Mm. And he said, she's beautiful. She blew me away. She, I think he was being genuine. Because yeah. if you didn't fancy someone, you could be like, oh no, she seems great. Or I don't know her yet. I don't, yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. There's loads of get out of jail cards with yeah. that question. Mm-hmm. It was very insincere, I think. And I think she's good. No. <laughs> it was that. It was sincere. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, your true self. Um, yeah. No, I thought it was very sincere when he was talking to the sister. So I think we can believe Luke from what we've seen. And so also far. she's I think quite. We're going to like him. She's quite dazzling. She has her gorgeous hair, gorgeous smile. I think she's really... Um, she's very warm. She's warm, but also when she was on her wedding day, she, I said to my husband, she almost looked like one of those, um, you know, 1950s pinups with the hair yeah. pulled back and the, and the mm. like curls and, and her tattoos. And I was like, she is gorgeous. And so yeah. for, it's not unbelievable that he would fancy her. She's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So I have hope there because of how he gave such a 
genuine sounding yeah, response. Yeah, but they're just, they're, they're both nice people being nice. Mm. And the, the, <laughs> oh my, you are so dead inside. <laughs> just not on board with niceness. <laughs> no, it's, we'll, we'll see, but we I'm will. just not as, I want it to work, of course, yeah. but you know, and I just think the, the choice of, the choice of song, you know, from one of the most depressing films. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. And then I was in tears. You would honestly, Omar, you'd think I was such a wet wipe if you saw me last night on the sofa <laughs> crying to their love story. <laughs> I think I have high hopes for them. I think he seemed. They both seem to have come together at a point in life when they're ready, like genuinely ready for it. Him having been in eight an eight year relationship yeah. and wanting to be committed to somebody. Her feeling like she gets overlooked. Yeah. And you know, like the magic ingredients of a good relationship is you both feel lucky to be with the other person you feel like you're you're punching them and they feel like they're punching I sort of hoped that for them where she she was like oh but he's so good looking why would he think I was pretty and then the things he was saying about her he seemed like in awe of her almost like her Mm -hmm. essence and Mm -hmm. her singing and her her personality yeah it's a lot to do with the humor they both said as well didn't they like they both want to be able to have a laugh together to have, be with somebody who's funny. So they've both definitely got that. I, don't, I think they could be a good match, but I just wonder if the friendship will continue and maybe the attraction won't. Mm. So I wonder if they might get to that point. Yeah. But even if they don't, I think it's going to be a very kind of amicable sort of journey together. I don't think there's going to be ups and downs, dramas, fallings out, stuff like that. Um, so I think they'll have kind of quite a connection. But whether it'll be a romantic one or not. I really sure. hope it is. I know. I really like, oh, I really like her. And I hope he doesn't turn out to be like Cam. No, honestly, I, I hated Cam by the end. I don't think, uh, from what we know now, I don't think Luke has that in him. And there was such like a lovely protectiveness from her side of the family, you know, from her friends yeah, and sister. Yeah. They do not yeah. know how to pour a glass of Prosecco though. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Straight in. Tilt the fucking glass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks, thanks for my glass of foam. Yeah. Oh my God. But we didn't meet mum and dad, did we? Jay's mum and dad. No, that's true. There were, a lot, parents, of, there were we a lot of parents. There were a lot of parents. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but was this film last year? Because COVID was sort of done and dusted by then. Well, not done yeah. and dusted, but there seemed to be really small weddings. Almost nobody yeah. there. Lots of parents missing. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I quite liked the size of the weddings. Because I think when you're filming a wedding in that way, big weddings, there's almost too many people to kind of yeah. get a hold of, see who they are. So I like that they were smaller. You kept seeing, uh, noticing the, the uh, red-haired girl who was having a yeah, fright. She, oh, she was loving her life at she that was. wedding, wasn't she? She, she was, was high so vibes. On board. <laughs> she was. So I don't know her. if she was a close friend, a family member in some way, but yeah, I didn't see Jay's mum or dad or parents well, I can't remember or... if we met them at all mm. I and also did you notice we didn't really see the like break it to your family on a picnic bench that you're getting married to yeah, a stranger because right. everybody knows maths now yeah right yeah. so that's not like mum dad I have some Guess news what's happening. I'm getting married what's his name I don't know yeah. what <laughs> like there was none of that because yeah. I think even yeah, like the boomers yeah. have been watching it and Thomas's that's mum right. called Thomas's mum calling him a knobhead yeah <laughs> no you're not yeah, <laughs> yeah that was good uh, you'd maybe like, we will get some of those moments if they're worth it maybe maybe with more traditional parents who maybe don't watch much tv yeah because um oh, i was gonna go back further in the maths history but remember taya's taya adam and taya uh-huh. remember her mum oh yeah her yeah. mum was not on board uh, with that are they the ones who are still she? together yeah yeah got got a, a baby. Got a daughter, I think. Oh, 
Oh, well, she's on board now. Yeah, she's <laughs> Grandma duties. Sure. Yeah. That was interesting. It can be, I like the parents' reaction sometimes. But yeah, maybe they've scrapped that because... I just think everybody knows, knows the premise now. Yeah. Well, I hope they're going to... It's the, going to be the longest series of Maths UK. So I hope they're going to add in a bit more homestays. Home homestays mm. are always You can always imagine. Mum, I've got news. And they're like, right, you're going to be on Love is Blind or Maths? <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you on? Love Island. <laughs> Love Island. <laughs> the, um, one of my favourite bits was Luke and Morag when she went to, went to meet... When he went to meet her mates and there was one who was just absolutely shit-faced. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I think I vaguely do remember him. Yeah. This is yeah. why you're the king of maths because you have this encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> yeah, of all previous. Such a good memory. I feel quite blank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want you that to end good. on I feel quite blank. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> So we've seen the next two couples who are going to be on t oh, tonight. Oh my gosh, we get more maths. <laughs> I was like, next week? No, tonight in a tonight. few hours. Um, so we know Nathaniel and Ella mm -hmm. and we know Thomas and Roz. Don't feel like we know loads about Thomas and Roz yet, but Nathaniel and Ella, we know a little bit. We saw some yeah. from the stag and hen. Yeah. Well, what we saw of uh, Thomas and Ross was just very awkward, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yes. He don't drop me. stiff as a ball. Oh, yeah. sorry. The preview. We did. And she did say, didn't she? It was just so awkward. Oh, dear. I won't drop you. I won't drop you. Yeah. I mean, Does he drop out? I don't, don't know. <laughs> I mean, she's tiny. Hopefully not. Um, yeah. I was we getting, did... getting kind of uh, Rupert vibes. Where oh, oh, God love him. <laughs> Rupert. Do you think Thomas is going to be able to talk at the altar? Rupert couldn't do that, could Can you imagine Rupert now seeing her with Duncan? <laughs> like action man. Anyway, cut back to this season. Um, yeah, I think it'll be an interesting one tonight. I think, do you notice sometimes they pair, well, you obviously would have, they sometimes pair the more dramatic couple with a with a slightly more pared down, you know, so you get a little yeah. bit of both. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like you said about um, the first episode. Every Hero series. villain. Yeah, they have. One that's a car crash, one that's a love story. Exactly. And it doesn't necessarily always turn out like that, but it gets you, gets you hooked in. It gets it's, you it's the two flavours of maths. You've got to have some contrast. Yeah. Some yeah. Light and shade. Yeah, and actually, we might think one with tonight's Nathaniel Nella, we might be expecting that to be the car crash, and that could be lovely. Mm. It could be lovely. I think, yeah. like you said earlier, I hope because of a transgender background, you want it to work just because inevitably she's going to be a source for discussion rather than act in a way that other people wouldn't and it's already mm. sort of come up on in the way that the program's been made because there's been reports that false reports that the groom it would have been sort of sprung on him that mm. he was marrying marrying someone transgender but during the application process he would have expressed that he is open to that yeah. they, they, you don't just rock up and you get what you're given it's like yeah you, yeah you know you Absolutely. have a set of set of parameters it's almost like the public have lost their faith in how the experts pair people because it has become so like dinner party focused yeah. and drama focused yeah. but actually presumably the process is still the same of like yeah. trying to genuinely pair people yeah. based on psycho psycho psychological Psycho tests psychometric <laughs> um presumably there's still a psychosis. lot done <laughs> who's got psychosis um yeah, presumably enough questions are asked that it's... Yeah, I They want so. these matches to work as much as they want them to fail. No, no, that's maybe they want them to work more than they want them to fail. Yeah, but. I think so. Because as viewers, you've got to get invested 
in some of the couples. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. got to. So if if they were all paired for drama, we wouldn't get invested It'd be in chaotic them and their relationship, and yeah, yeah, we'd get bored very easily. Yeah. So I do think they do a thorough job. I mean, you've had the experts on the podcast before. Yeah, you've spoken to them, and you know they talk about yeah. wanting to match people for genuine relationships. Especially talking to Paul, he'll say, you know, I've worked on series five which was like you uh, mentioned earlier is a much more straightforward sort of less dramatic uh, process that they went through but no one really watched it mm. which is a shame I think because I really I really enjoyed I that, that it, series yeah. I know. but it does I also enjoy enjoy the drama so he's saying they're always trying to find that balance I do think though that they because it's been reported since um, since it was initially reported that the groom would have no clue that his bride might be transgender. That was refuted. And then it's been revealed that they did tell him before the ceremony that ah. although he's pansexual, he would have been open to anyone, actually, your bride is going to be transgender. Mm. Now, I don't know if they should have done that. I thought it was going to be a big reveal from Ella because she's been nervous about it. This is mm. it. So it makes it seem like yeah. all the stuff we're going to see tonight is not necessarily... Mm. They've had a heads up, which I can understand the production doing because they want to protect the people in the process. Yeah. And so it's it's come from a good place. Yeah. Although it does break the format, which, you know, I'd rather they're looking after people than yeah. worry, worrying about the format. I just sort of wonder, though, you know, like, if if Nathaniel said... And pansexual, then that's job done. I don't know if it needs any more. That's why I'm quite surprised, to be yeah. honest, because he is stating his own like sexual preferences, and she fits within that. Yeah. So I'm quite yeah. surprised that they feel the need to well, well, footnote it. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't. You wouldn't have gone up to to Adrian or Thomas last year before the. You're definitely gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you are. You gay. know it's going to be a man. <laughs> There's a bloody fella up there waiting for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. But yeah. you know, like I say, if it is a mistake. The, the only it's, it's a mistake that it's just going to get people who are probably going to be aggy on Twitter anyway, whatever you do. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. they make the mistake where they're looking after people. Yeah. Mm. And is it the kind of extra caution is being taken in their approach because Ella is the first trans person that they've ever had on the show? Yeah. So it's that thing of, okay, we haven't done this before. Let's maybe try carefully. They're being, yeah. Maybe they're just being too kind of over cautious almost mm-hmm. and we don't know nathaniel yet but potentially they do and maybe they kind of could have had a bit more faith in him to be okay with it i don't know well we'll find but out tonight they'd... i'm excited to see yeah their match i also think ella had a really warm reaction from all the other girls and was immediately part of the group so it'd be really lovely for them to find out and already have her part of the girl gang, you know. There was yeah. that immediate, yeah, yeah. There was an immediate like rapport among them all, and and Ella was like, "Oh, me and Peggy are lookalikes." <laughs> when Peggy came in, um, and they were really like concerned when she was crying. It seems like a sweet group. I mean, oh, I'm so naive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're all lovely. Imagine <laughs> they're all best friends. And so is that going to be? That's a lot of pressure though, because probably gonna to have to tell them at the first dinner party i guess when they all meet after yeah, the honeymoon. yeah because they don't see each other do they until then i guess when they see who she's been paired with and he is openly open to everything mm-hmm. you know i maybe everyone will just accept it and it'd be great yeah i mean, well, I'd imagine I yeah think, i hope probably. so yeah maybe it won't be an issue yeah because it's yeah it's interesting that isn't it i i you wonder about the discussions they'll have yeah in terms of him sharing that with the grooms as well because they do that 
grooms at what um forgotten what they used to call them boys night. boys night sorry boys, boys night. night girls night it's <laughs> that really, obvious really yeah. struggle to think of that night. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe it's a really night, which oh. is the australian yeah stag isn't it anyway so That's yeah it's hands. interesting to think about you know is he gonna tell the guys how is it gonna yeah. yeah, and I actually, as the series goes on, there's going to be bigger secrets, aren't there? Yeah. This is oh, not yeah. going to be the biggest yeah. reveal. Yeah. There's going to be some. Yeah. I mean, we've spoken about about how much. I hope it doesn't all just become about her her gender, because um, yeah. it's like that's just part of who she is, isn't it? Yeah. We just want to hopefully see how they they get along and totally. You know, it's something that, that I imagine. Imagine they'll focus on initially, sort of like the vegan thing with Zoe and Jen. Oh my word. Oh, that was hammered to death. It was. It makes you wonder if you went on the show what your thing would be. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she's so annoying. (laughs) And just, you know, what would would they keep driving home? Or how would you be edited? Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. It'd be horrible. (laughs) I mean, Omar, you have the power of the edit here. Mm. <laughs> you can just edit me and oh, like, edit us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't make any points. It's just your voice. Yes, Omar, I agree with you. Gonna, King Omar. I'm just, just going to keep putting that bit in earlier where you said, where you said I'm such a cow. <laughs> such a cow, I'm such a cow. <laughs> this feels quite freeing being on here. You, you forget people are actually going to be listening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was a good, good first episode. Lots to, lots to talk about. Looking forward to tonight. So if you've enjoyed this, you can follow all the live tweets at Maths Hysteria on Twitter. There's loads of stuff on Instagram also at Maths Hysteria. So for now, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me, Sarah Clark. Goodbye from me. I'll say for our Claire Limerovit. <laughs> <laughs> Not and, used to uh, saying that yet. Uh, also, join us on Friday for our next episode. Until then, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I know I actually feel very sad about it, but I just, yeah, because if it was down to enjoyment and interest and only that, then I would do this forever because I love our chats and I love what we've achieved with the podcast. Well, what you've achieved and what I've ridden on the coattails of. Um, but I just can't. Do you know what? It was there was, there was one week where we were doing the podcast on a Friday and I had to stay up through the night on the Thursday to get all the episodes watched because I'd been I had so much work at the theatre and I just thought this isn't feasible I can't I can't go on like this so it's not the podcast it's trying to fit in four episodes a week of reality tv with a job and gigs and children but I do feel sad about it yeah it's sad but it's it's totally understandable I mean you you told me a couple of days after we'd finished our last series, the Australian one in in which finished in May, something like that. Yeah. And yeah, I wasn't I wasn't surprised because behind the scenes of the podcast, the number of messages we exchange about is this date good? Oh no, I, f- I was wrong. I can't do that date. Not just on your side, on my side as well. Um, you know, and then especially the industry that that you're getting more successful in with the with the workshops you lead and everything, a lot of that seems to happen quite short notice. So it's it's hard to plan, isn't it? Short notice, yeah. And gigs can be really short notice. And yeah, it's 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 a bit tough trying to balance it all, actually. It's going to annoy me, though. It is, because I know it's going to be continue to be a huge success. And I'm going to be listening, thinking, oh, I want to join in with this conversation, and I can't. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're banned. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So tell me what. So I don't know what your plan is. Who is my replacement? Well, what I'm planning to do is because for full disclosure for the people listening, we're recording this before the new series of Married at First Sight has started because I wanted this to to be part of our first episode to explain to uh, people who've been listening from the beginning uh, why why you've abandoned them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you all. <laughs> You love so no, that's not true. You don't love all of them. No, I don't. That was a total lie. Some of you are <laughs> awful, horrible humans. <laughs> Is it the men? It's mostly the men, isn't it? <laughs> men. <laughs> yeah. So what we're doing is that um, we have a a professional wedding celebrant who is also a friend of ours, Sarah Clark, who's going to be going to be um, one of the co-hosts, and you know she's she's a big big married at first first sight fan we've already met a few times and chatted about it just to see what the as she put it if it's a vibe match yeah uh, which is the kind of thing I guess she does because being a being a wedding celebrant she meets couples all the time and and just can see if there's you know something that they'll That's under- perfect. she can probably pick up on which couples she thinks will last and which ones won't yeah and you know she's got a, obviously a lot of been to a lot of weddings but then also we're going to have three people for the first time since our first, since our very first series. The third person is going to be the oft spoken about, yet to be heard or seen, Claire. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Is she excited? Uh, she's a bit worried. I think she's, wor- she's worried about that. Um, yeah, that she'll freeze. That she won't be comfortable talking about it. That she's going to ruin something which I've, you know has gradually gotten bigger and bigger over the last few years that I've been working on it, um, and I've told her, yeah, don't fuck it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
no she'll be she'll be really she'll be really good because i've just told her like it's nothing you know we we talk about the difficulties of doing this but actually the easy bit is just sitting and talking about married at first sight that's the lovely bit and that's the bit that you and claire already do exactly so it's just said just the stuff you say on the uh when we're watching it on the settee just say that but maybe take out some of the anti-semitism you know that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah going back to to your reasons for for packing it in is yeah I, I, I totally get it because on the surface of things, it sounds easy, doesn't it? It's just yeah, you watch Married at First Sight, you record the you record the podcast, and then and that's kind of it. But that that's actually turns out to be a lot. Even just watching the programs, like like you said, an hour and a half every night, and especially when you've got kids. But also, Omar, it depends what sort of children you have, because I have heard of these children where you put them in bed and you say good night, and that's it. You don't see them until the following morning. I don't have those. I don't. I have mini, mini Nick and mini Kelly. So great crack, but they don't stay in the bedroom. They're not quiet. They do. It's they're wild. It, they're feral. Um, <laughs> it's really, really. It, it. Yeah, we don't. Me and Nick don't get to sit down and watch TV together like I thought we would. I thought when we have children, I'll be super busy all day. I'll be working really hard to be an amazing mother. Then I'll put them to bed, and Nick and me will open a bottle of wine and we'll watch TV, and that. Is yet to happen, and especially that when you when you told me that you 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 were going to step away, one of the things that I thought definitely must have made it harder was that it's not the kind of thing Nick wants to watch, is it? He's no. not into it, so no, it's he's not into it at all. So for like six weeks at a time, we just didn't see each other. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be in another room watching something. I'd be frantically trying to watch like maths at 11 o'clock at night so we wouldn't even like going to bed at the same time which is important when you're a couple I think um so yeah it's all of that stuff and I'm I'm doing this I've just been telling you off air that I'm writing this show as well I don't know when that's gonna happen but I'm guessing that's gonna be about 11 o'clock at night when the children finally go to bed <laughs> yeah this is it you've got your big uh big solo shows coming up as well congratulations yes. Thank you very much. Can people please come? <laughs> Can yeah. you come? Can you and Claire please come to the one at the stand? I'm class? I'm busy. I'm bu- I'm busy. When when is it? <laughs> it's my birthday, the twentieth of November. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, we'll 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 come. Yeah. So we should advertise it properly. So Kelly Rickard's called Free as a Bird. Free as a bird. Yeah, because women are free now. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh it's because women. Oh, it's because women are birds. Yeah, yeah, clever, isn't it? <laughs> Good. Um, twentieth of November. Yeah. At the stand in Newcastle. It is. It's also on October the tenth at the Vault in Manchester. Okay, it's part of the Women in Comedy Festival. Women in Comedy Festival. Okay. Slight imposter syndrome because the lineup for that that festival is unbelievable. I've just got this vision of people. I'll be halfway through the show. And people go, "Sorry, it was another Kelly." We thought we, <laughs> we were. <laughs> Would you mind just stepping down, please? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But that's, um, but yeah, another another thing that you have to be getting on with, isn't it? Instead of, uh, yeah, uh, scrutinizing. It's really boring for people hearing me go. And then the other thing is, I really need to do this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I know I'm struggling with it. I'm struggling because I I would have carried on doing this forever. 
Like it's been our little weird baby, hasn't it? I know. Yeah. So we when did we start? It was because we started in the the pandemic, didn't we? So in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like forever. We'd we'd started recording episodes about series seven of the Australian version, but then E4 didn't show that. And we were sort of taken unawares by the fact that they were doing a new UK version. And we decided last minute, right, we're just going to start with this one. Yes, I'd forgotten all that. Yeah, so we'd recorded like three or four episodes, something like that. Because the, the, they'd already shown the Australian version in Australia. So we found it online and we were recording them ahead of time, thinking that was what we were going to get next in the UK. And then it wasn't. It was a new UK version with Bob and Amy and uh, Adam and Taya. Oh, yeah. Adam yeah. and Taya. Because we thought, oh, it'll start off with a tiny niche little following. Uh, we'll scrape some listeners. and then. But then it was like PCB was willing to talk to us and Charlene would do an interview with us. And we were like, oh, oh, hang on. This is growing some legs and arms and a head and... Oh, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. having to watch it every night is a different thing. Because the reason I mentioned um, Nick not wanting to watch it, it was, this was the reason I did, sort of had the idea for the, for the podcast was because during the pandemic, like so many other people, Claire and I got sucked into Married at First Sight. But then when I would, would go back to work, people at work were talking about it as well. So if you've not got that thing in the house of, you know, it's not like, I mean, she's going to have to watch it now every night. I think yeah. she thinks she's going to feel the difference of sometimes when you're on week 11. <laughs> yeah, it starts to feel a little bit like homework did at school. Mm -hmm. Like it's Sunday night and you haven't done your homework and you have to. It's that It starts to feel a bit like that, doesn't it? It, it can do. I mean, obviously, this is the very first episode of this. this oh, yeah, we're well, just killing it for people. Like, it's <laughs> going to get really boring and hard. Don't bother. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how it manages to with more episodes. I think there's too many in the Australian version. I think that goes on. I think we still won't have as many as that in this UK one. No, it, it is, it's too long, the Australian one. But the one good thing about that is they start shoehorning in really random things like intimacy workshops and the wife swap week. And because of those extra weeks, it gives them a bit of leeway to try new stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, they've got, they've got to fill time, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is fun, though. I'm looking forward, to, I'm looking forward to this new, to this new series. But it's a... Uh... Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be because we, especially the last couple of series, it's just been us two. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting because I kind of know what you're going to say about certain things or something will happen on screen. And I think, I wonder what Kelly's going to think about that. And, uh, and who argue with you? You're all the same. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. You get some women that actually like men. <laughs> <laughs> No, no I, think, uh, I like my dad, and Nick's okay. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think Claire and Sarah will be. I think Claire will definitely be happy arguing arguing with me about how men are stupid. Good. Um, yeah, but are you going to miss all the online interaction? No, 
<laughs> not even a tiny bit not even no there was a point where I thought oh I could see myself getting into this I quite like doing Instagram stories and then the Gemma and Matt story hit in the last UK series and I put a video because I was so for people who may have forgotten Matt had the tattooed face and Gemma used a lot of sexual language and he basically turned that traditional narrative of men being the abusers on its head and started suggesting that he was scared of her. And I put a, a story, an Instagram story on, which didn't, it, it, it kind of spread fast with me going, I'm just really cross that he's done this. But then I mistakenly said, he's a big boy, he can run. And I should not have said that because it mm -hmm. just all of a sudden I got up the next morning there was all these people going that's disgusting you're saying that rape's got something to do with size and I was like oh no oh no and I think something in me switched off to social media at that point and I just got a bit scared of it but yeah when I did look at the the response um to to that reel that you or story that you you put up yeah I could see that you mentioned uh women who I know you jokingly said who like who like men, but there were women there who were not happy with what you'd what you'd said. And I thought no, like... and they were, had a point. They had a point because like sexual abuse got nothing to do with size. But I was trying to be flippant and about the fact that he was using something that women have had to endure for centuries, and he twisted it to, to, as a defence for him, and it just infuriated me. Mm -hmm. um, and then. And to be honest, this is something I will really miss about doing the podcast with you. And that is, even though on the surface of it, it's a frothy, light reality TV show, it has led to some amazing discussions that we've had together and with people online and with Mel and PCB and Ch Charlene. That side of it has been phenomenal. Um, and I think it really, like, the show really sort of fast forwards people's understanding of certain things like gaslighting um that would be a word a few years ago that maybe a handful of people were using but then by the end of one series of married at first sight everybody's coining the term and using it yeah it definitely it definitely highlights some some bigger issues which is why i think everyone everyone who watches it ends up getting sucked in because there's the superficial relationship thing of where you think Oh, they, they don't seem well suited. He, he's being a dick. She's being obnoxious, whatever the situation is. And you want to see how it develops. And then, yeah, underneath that, there's the bigger issues of like body image, you know, um, coercive control, all that, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, people obviously project some of their own relationship histories onto, onto these things. So it does lead to does lead to bigger bigger discussions which is why it's an interesting program I mean, i've not i've not watched love island I, th I think i saw two minutes of it um at some point and i just thought there was not there wasn't anything compelling that i thought where if if there was a pandemic and that had been on instead that i would have got sucked into that because there was there wasn't the same compelling kind of underlying issues yeah and there's been loads. I mean, I'm just thinking of the last Australian series. It's just people's reaction to cheating. So Jessie's wife, forgotten her name. What was Claire, it? Claire. Claire. Claire kissed Adam um, after Jessie had been absolutely horrific to her all honeymoon. <laughs> but then the, his response was as if she'd betrayed him 
had had a sort of lifelong love affair behind his back. It was, just, but but it divided people on social media because you had people going, "She has cheated. She's awful. She's horrendous." And then you had other people going, "Jesse, have a little word with yourself. It was a kiss." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it does bring up loads of issues. It's very interesting to talk about it. Yeah, it's just a big commitment. That's yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> So, all right, moving away from us complaining about how uh, how difficult our lives are, which yeah. is uh, which is a shame because I do love a good whinge. Um, yeah, you're good at it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What have been some of your favourite bits of the of the program? Because we've watched, oh. we, we've had two UK series, and did we do like two Australian ones? I think my well, one of my favourite moments was in the most recent Australian series, and it was Evelyn and Rupert in the bar. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd say that. Honestly, I it made me laugh so hard for so long. I was chuckling about it for days because she was, and it's all it's it's all objective, isn't it? Who's attractive and who isn't? But I think Evelyn is, has got that sort of beauty where everyone goes, yeah, she's she's out of this world she's like otherworldly beautiful and then Rupert was a lovely looking lad but he just was a bit insecure and 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 then they were put in the bath together with rose petals and he just went this shade of puce I think you would call it and he was trying to blame it on how hot the bath was where he was just (laughs) unbelievably turned on but also horrified and god knows what was going through his mind and his body altogether but it was one of the funniest things i've ever seen on tv i thought you um might say as well his uh the vows where he just he was incoherent <laughs> oh yeah that's my second ever favorite moment right just couldn't get his words out i'm pretty sure you won't know this because you won't have been been online and um a girl. <laughs> you won't know this. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know who Evelyn's dating now? I do. Oh, you do? Nice, Duncan. but Jim Duncan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's quite well suited. Oh, God, you can have him. Just, he's one of them, isn't he? I'm sure he's lovely, but where's the crack? Yeah, yeah, I do know what you mean. He's, I mean, they because they they did the wife swap thing together, and I remember they did a photo shoot of him dressed yeah. up, and he had all the like uh, the magic mix and all that, and an apron on, and there was she was throwing flour on him and things. So I don't know. To me, that's not that fun. But <laughs> I know both of us are just like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's what floats your boat. What's been your favourite moment? The the Kwame Kwame thing from last year, <laughs> where he's. <laughs> Everyone was, uh, you know, sort of avoiding the issue. And Kwame said, uh, the irony to be consoled by the man who's stealing your woman and then just having a sip of wine. That was amazing. That was so yeah. good. I thought you were going to say just generally Kwame. The bench, the park bench, yeah. is it? The park bench, and but also not making any sense. <laughs> he'd start a sentence, you'd think, I know where this is going. And then by the end of the sentence, you're like, no, no, I don't, I don't actually. <laughs> I enjoyed um, Thomas and Adrian from last yeah. year. Thomas is funny. Very funny. Adrian's yeah. funny too. I just think he didn't get so much of a chance to show it because of Thomas. Yeah, that's true. That's true because we spoke to Adrian, didn't we? And he's yeah. he is 
he's more fun than I guess he got chance to yeah to portray because he was Thomas was was having a, having a strop and storming off every every twenty minutes, but in between the twenty minutes he was quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> I liked. Um, we see all the ones that are springing to mind are ones from last year now that I liked um, Lara's face when Richie was on the back of that carriage with her and he was like getting close and all like cuddly oh, with her. Amazing. That was such a good moment. Who are, oh, see names, names escape me. Who was the vegan and the one who loved eggs? <laughs> Zoe and Jenna. Zoe and Jenna. Oh, I loved them. I loved Zoe. Yeah, she was funny. She was she funny was as well. Yeah, that, I think that says a lot. If you if you're funny for me, you can get away with a lot. We would say that because we were comedians, so we're just that's that's important. I think normal people are just like, actually, could you just be kind? I'm not bothered about <laughs> the punchline. Just just do the dishes because it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> which um, which bits have made you angriest? Because that's that's a, another thing that happens quite frequently with this program. So there was the. It was the Matt and Gemma one, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. How he spun that, I was furious. Um, also, the, so the last series of of the Australian one, where there was this the little man who, oh, I don't know how to describe him. He sort of had an elf like quality, and he was ever so moody. And his girlfriend didn't know where she stood with him. And he so he said to his girl, the wife, um, if you'd have been more attractive on your wedding day, I wouldn't be so confused now. It's your fault, basically. Yeah, what was his it, name? His name was Shannon and she was Caitlin. God, you're so good at the names. You I'm, surprised, I'm surprising myself, actually. Yeah. The uh, um, He made me so angry. Yeah, that's right. He said that um, if she'd have been more attractive, he wouldn't be thinking about his ex. That's it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Yeah, we said at the time, I think that's the worst thing I've heard on the programme. You know, I think that's probably going to be hard to beat. What made me angry? Oh, you know, I think it was the last Australian series. Do you remember Taylor? Taylor? I, either the screen is frozen or you don't. <laughs> oh, Taylor, who long blonde hair. Yes, yes. Yeah. She was in with the the guy. I can't remember his his name, but she made him sleep on the windowsill. Oh God, what was his name? Oh, see, this is the problem with it. You, you spend so some... interesting. Listeners, just like ten seconds of silence while we try and remember the names of these people. I don't know. They're probably glad of it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> In the best ten seconds of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, but just everything she said and whenever she was criticised, she would just go, no, that's not true. No, that's just yeah. not true. Like, yeah. we've got no insight that you're being in the slightest bit high maintenance or or whatever, you know, she was she was doing in that moment. And then, um, yeah, she was she was really annoying. Although she did make that great entrance at the dinner party where they, and they uh-huh. edited it so well. Just the clip-clop of the heels and this darkened silhouette approaching the team <laughs> was so good. I'll tell you what else made me really angry was Dan, villainous oh. Dan last series, because he played her so well. He said everything she wanted to hear until, I don't know, until whatever happened, he lost interest in her. And then it was that typical thing of once she'd slept with him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was, I think you'd picked up on it early on that there was something because he was being he seemed too good to be true really 
gotta watch those ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he was bad. He was he was bad because that was such a quick turnaround. Yeah, slept together. And it was so awful, even more so for her because it was such a big deal for her entering the program anyway. Because mm-hmm. her family weren't on board with it, and she was worried about, were worried about what the whole of her sort of community were going to think. Yeah, she took a big risk, Sandy, going in there, and then it didn't work out for her. And, and it wasn't just, uh, oh, it didn't work out. We're not really compatible. It was like you, you felt like he'd used her a bit. He had. Yeah. Right. Uh, do you want to see what your present is? I may as well show you. I do, but like I didn't. Uh, I thought we're maybe going to go for a coffee and we could give them in person. Well, we can. We can. Uh, let me show you, and then I can. I can okay. bring, bring it in in person. We're, we're not going for a coffee. We're done now. Shut <laughs> up! I, we are going for a coffee. Yeah. All right. We'll go. We'll. Uh, yeah. Of course, we'll go for go for a coffee. So this is from, it's from Moonpig, who, if anyone from Moonpig is listening, we do still need a sponsor, so Maths Hysteria oh, on any platform. Is that what this is about? Oh, it, it, oh, it's backwards on your screen. It says, someone very special, and then... No, it doesn't, it's not backwards. Oh, okay. This is a mug with our logo on. Mugs are cheap and easy to produce. So this is the old logo. Which... Oh, shut up, yeah. <laughs> which now I've taken the USB with all those images and thrown that in the bin. Um, and then I put, I got put on the, on the back. It says men, men just aren't bright. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would say men just aren't that bright probably two or three times an episode. So I've heard that a lot during the course of my editing. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank you're welcome. You're welcome. I love it. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought, I'm going to miss you. Yeah. I'm going to miss you. I'm now looking around my mother's dressing table for something I can pass off as a present for you. Oh, I am really going to miss you and I'm going to miss this. Yeah. But, you know, it's all right. We can still, I mean, I I assume you're still going to watch Married at First Sight every night religiously. And uh... (laughs) I'm literally just going to watch your memes and treat that as if I've seen the entire episode. Yeah, you'll you'll get it. It's a good uh, it's a it's a good recap. I mean, I think it can be some you'll be able to sum it up just by what's on the side of the mug. <laughs> yeah. I'd still stand by it. I would get that on a t-shirt as well. Well, yeah. Thank you. It's been and genuinely I know you've said a couple of times like you started said it at the beginning that all the work that I do and everything, but I, honestly, it's yeah, I do all the tweeting and the tech side of things, but he definitely added a, a huge thing to the show because, like, for you know that that discussion about Gemma and Matt, or that we do, we don't argue, do we? We have uh, no, we we have good discussions about what's going on in those relationships, or even something like you know Mel. Mel's only come on on the show because she was interested in the stuff that you were saying, and she's someone who's um, careful about what she does because she's had some um, social media backlash quite unfairly I think but so she's careful about what she does but she came to us because of the stuff that you were saying so you know you've added a lot of a lot to the to the show so thank you and thanks for the thanks for your hard work everything else (laughs) (laughs) I literally just brought me and then you did everything but yeah it wouldn't have happened otherwise it wouldn't because I don't have the wherewithal or the patience with the technical side of things. And I got really scared of social media. So 
that was you. And now you're going to do two episodes a week, so it's just going to grow. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, every Tuesday, every Friday for 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 the listeners who should and you. You can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen, but I'm going to be cross. I know I am. Even <laughs> if it's like it's really, really good. well, it is going to be really good. And even if I agree with what people are saying, it's going to annoy me that I'm not on there agreeing. Yeah, that's fine. Hopefully, not the final, final time we talk to you. But thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.